getting free and you got to be a G at Thug Mansion. Dear mama, don't cry. Your baby boy's doing good. Tell the homies I'm in heaven and they ain't got hoods. I seen a show with Marvin Gaye last night. It had me shook drinking peppermint schnapps with Jackie Wilson and Sam Cooke. Then it's some lady named Billie Holiday saying, Welcome to Trashy Ring Attire. I am BD. And I'm Q. And that is a, was a lot of fucking wrestling to watch. Yeah. Oh, I'm kidding, point. of course. I didn't watch all of it. <laughs> I watched Mania. Well, and, Jesus. You know, I, <laughs> I mean, hmm? I did. I watched all of it. That was horrible. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Um, just before we uh, get into it, how do you kind of feel about them doing the draft or whatever dumb thing they decided to call it? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about them doing it straight after Mania like that? Because I actually didn't think that that was a bad idea. I didn't think it was a bad idea, but I feel kind of odd that they already had the pay-per-view matches in place, like, for the That's next right. pay-per-view, and it's like, how do you, like, how do you care about this? I mean, I, I, I honestly don't care about this pay-per-view, because, like, I don't know how you're going to build to it. Yeah, but, well, I mean, it, uh, I guess in some regards, it'll be them saying this will be the last time you'll be able to see, you know, these two guys fight each other, because one of them's leaving or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we can get into that as we talk about, like, the draft itself mm-hmm. um because there's an ass load of stuff to go through i guess we start with hall of fame is there anything to talk about from hall of fame i mean angle angle induction and the ddp inductions i actually kind of like those i, I mean the, the ddp induction was kind of like symbolic of the entire wrestlemania pay-per-view where it's like yeah there was good stuff in there and i i mean i'm glad i watched it but jesus could they have cut it a little shorter <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't. I, I mean, I don't imagine we ever have or ever will get an opportunity to talk about DDP again. Um, what did you think of DDP as an overall wrestler performer? I liked him. I thought he was cool. I mean, he was never like one of the guys. He was never necessarily like the best worker or mic guy. No. to me. But like, he definitely was fun. Like, he was fun to watch. Yeah, he had a place on the show. Mm-hmm. I would have never put him up as high. I mean, I, I, there was a whole lot of going on in WCW at the time. At that main event level, there wasn't a lot of in-ring stuff to get too excited about. But DDP Savage really, I mean, I still remember that one. Yeah, that was a good match. I that mean, was his best work. When, when they pushed DDP like to the main event scene, WCW was such a clusterfuck that he was refreshing. Yeah, like that's even, how you knew they had a problem. Exactly, and even the Carl Malone Dennis Rodman thing was still kind of cool because DDP was a part of it. Like yeah. everything else could go to hell, but the the fact that he was there kind of made it like still like all right, well it's kind of still credible because DDP is still kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing yeah. against Carl Malone or Dennis Rodman, but you know. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> um, and the angle thing I I thought was really good. I oh, yeah. I. They they rolled out the red carpet for a guy who's been gone and who you know who let's face it played most of his career not in that company. Mm-hmm. You know I know they're not exactly highlighting the rest of his career, which kind of made it an odd presentation. Although half the people he worked with in TNA are with WWE now, but I mean it it's uh, yeah I thought it was cool. I like Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. I mean he's definitely one of the best workers in our lifetime. Um, yeah. I think we. I mean, I don't think there's a doubt about that. Um, and even though Angle's uh, career was mostly outside of WWE, I mean, as far as um, uh, the time span of his career, I think his the significance, the significant impact that he's had on WWE, 
um, was still like pretty like like it, it, I think it, it warranted the red carpet. Um, oh, for sure. For yeah, sure. and the fact that he's headlining uh, the Hall of Fame. His speech was funny. I mean, it was it was yeah, it was good. Yeah, he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was first up there? Um, crap! I had the card pulled yeah. up. Was it Sienna's? Almost or whatever. What, what, was it? He? Was it almost? Hold on, let me take a look. There's so long ago. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely it like. Seems as as, like it was long ago. As far as like wrestling hours go, yeah, hours it was of like, programming past. Oh my then. God. Um, oh, it was Sanity versus uh, Dillinger, Ono, oh uh, Ruby Riot, and Roderick Strong. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I thought that was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It was, uh, you know, it was your standard ROH type eight man fair. It was exciting. It was definitely like, yeah, it, it was a it was a fun multi man match. They definitely made Killian Dane look like ridiculously strong in that match and you didn't yeah i mean you figured why because obviously when when the uh, andre the giant memorial thing came on the next day you, it made sense yeah yeah um and then we had uh the tag team this was better than i was gonna give it credit for yeah and the, uh... i'll say the authors of pain and joel pointed this out i don't know if you listened had a chance to listen to any of their pre and stuff but mm-hmm. joel pointed it out Every time the authors of Pain come on, you sort of want to be like, oh. <laughs> but, but, you know, they're, they're not ever going to be my favorite team. But they're not bad. No, they can hold their own. I mean, yeah. the thing is, after watching DIY and The Revival fight, like, for the past six months, um, yeah. it's anything after that is going to be hard to follow up. Like, it's just not going to. Um, so it's going to seem lackluster. But... As far as like credible looking teams go, eh, I mean they're fine. Yeah. They're fine. I mean they'll hold the yeah. belts. I mean I, I see them losing it fairly like um, to a much better team soon. I, I still don't understand what's happening with Paul Ellering. I still think there's other <laughs> abuse there. I think I do. I don't think he knows what's happening. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> and or he, either that or he's playing a character really well. But I I, I don't yeah. know why they need him. <laughs> but all right. Uh, so moving on, we had the women's match. What did you think about this one? Oh, we, we missed uh, Alistair Black versus uh, Andrade Almas. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. That's which, right. Al- almost so good. Yeah. I, mean, I know he's like kind of, enha- he's like enhancement talent now, kind of, sort yeah, of. he is. But I hope that he gets the main event, like he gets a main roster push worthy of him. That dude is amazing. Well, so did, so did, so did Perfect 10 for a while there. He was enhancement talent. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, you know, I feel like Almas is getting enough of a following for sure. I mean... You can make it with that NXT crowd. They're pretty ruthless, so you can make it pretty much anywhere. That's true. Um, you know, as much as the NXT crowd gets a lot of shit for basically eating everything up that NXT gives them, you know, if, if something's not up to snuff, they they let them know for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I like that. And I I enjoy Elmo's a lot, too. So, Oscar mm-hmm. uh, and Ember. Yeah, this was definitely not the match that I thought they would put on, but it was yeah. probably. I mean, the Bobby Roode, the, the main event didn't necessarily wasn't necessarily that great. I'm gonna say this was probably uh, uh, one of the better, ma- one of the best matches of the whole weekend. Um, it was very. It was. It was pretty clear early on, mm-hmm. and especially later on, that it's meant to be probably a trilogy or at least a two-parter yeah i imagine trilogy is the way they're gonna go with it yeah definitely um 
So, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I mean, it was good. It, it was, the ending felt anticlimactic. Uh, I did kind of like the idea that Asuka's never had to use, I guess she didn't cheat necessarily. I don't know if you consider that cheating, but, you know, she did somewhat sort of cheat to win. Yeah. Um, which she's never had to do before. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's the, storytelling. It's definitely yeah. a storytelling match. And the, um, the, the, the idea like that, that finisher of Ember Moons is so built up that it, I like the idea that if she had hit it, the match would have been over, which is why Asuka had to do what she did. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really see that type of, um, booking anymore. Um, too much anyway. I mean, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember a finisher being protected this much, and I don't remember a slow heel turn, um, yeah, like built like this. Um, I mean, it is a heel turn. I, it's obviously getting there. Um, yep. Oscar, God, I can't wait till she turns heel. I feel like she would be such a good heel. Um, well, I think she started as one kind of in a way, and it, she was just good enough that uh, she never had to. You know, it, she just became one not anyway. But I, I she's obviously going to go full heel pretty quick here. Yeah. And although uh, I don't know, she's got quite the following. That's, she does. That may be impossible. I mean, Ember's got a huge following too. I mean, she, and she's going to get even more, um, over with the crowd with these, uh, cause I don't think they're going to put the belt on her until, uh, Brooklyn until SummerSlam. Yep. Um, yep. you know, that would make sense. It's, that'll be a year yep. since she's been in NXT and yep. that'll probably be a pretty good time to pull the trigger on Oscar to the, well, Wait, a year since Ember Moon's been on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right, so then we have the main event here. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I think that this kind of highlighted a lot of what we were talking about before. Yeah. Rude is just, to me, not. It's it, Again, this is the most watchable he's ever been. Um, yeah. But I think we've now kind of reached that point. Like that, a gimmick alone will only take you so far. I always say that. Yeah. I always fucking say that. And and, to, and yeah. to be completely honest, like I'm, I, I was, I was a pretty decent mark for the gimmick. Um, yeah. I'm over it. <laughs> like, yeah. I just am. Yeah. Um. I. I. I'm not over it, but I mean, he needs to, it, it's so clear that he needs to be paired with the right person. Right. Whereas a lot of these guys that I really go for, you can literally pair them with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I said, you know, rude, Ru- I, I don't want him gone. I don't, you know, I just think there needs to be more to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's done this, oh, fuck, the, the, the dickish wealthy guy gimmick before, mm-hmm. you know, and glorious is fine. Mm-hmm. But if that's all you've got to follow it up with, then that's not good. It's not going to last. No. So um, the match yeah. itself was okay. I mean, it's yep, a, it's, a, it's a Nakamura match, so it's it was going to be a good match. But it was definitely an underwhelming match, knowing that this was going to be a Nakamura send off. Um, yeah. It was a little underwhelming. Well, and, did we know? I don't think we did know that at the time. I'm yeah. I, I mean, highly suspected it. Yeah. I mean that's that's the thing though. Like it was very. Um, I mean, I ironically, a more underwhelming final match would come the next day. But um, I, I think that the parallels can be drawn there. Where like you know, you kind of suspected this was going to be Nakamura's last match in NXT. Um, it and, had that vibe to it. Yeah, and the send off was just like, it was good. It wasn't a bad match um, by any means, but it was definitely like not a Nakamura standard 
send-off match. Like, if you can think back to Sami Zayn's send-off match with Nakamura um, yeah. a year ago, that was incredible. Yeah. Um, probably one of the matches of the year, if not um, in many people's yeah. books, match of the year. But um, this was this was definitely a little underwhelming. And I think that's more to do with the fact that, you know, um, Bobby Roode has been coasting a little to me. Um, yeah. and he needs to not do that. He has potential. The dude can definitely, like, you. I can see him doing far better than he's doing right now, but, you know, if that this match is definitely an indication of him needing to improve. Yeah, and I mean, he was also pushed to the top pretty quick. Like, he didn't do a whole lot before... You know, before yeah. getting up to the to the Nakamura level, right? And then he just beat him in their first match, and then he just beat him again. Yeah, it, it would be weird if Nakamura was not totally immune to bad booking. That's true. <laughs> because it doesn't really matter what you do with him at this point. No. Yeah, I mean, I I, I didn't I, NXT was it was still it was still definitely worth watching up and down. You know, mm-hmm. um, so uh, you know, I'm glad I watched it. I'm interested to see what they do next. Do we yeah. have any idea who? Uh, is going to be Rude's next thing? I mean, I can't... I, I don't know. It's, it's. I mean, wh- do you want to go with Chris Hero? Sorry, Cassius Ono again? Well, um, I thought I saw Chris say, too, that maybe um, Hideo Itanami. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. I, I can I can see that happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's... Um, maybe it'll be like a multi-man thing. Um... You know, I don't see Rude losing the belt until Brooklyn. Yeah, I guess to, for for Rude, I'm, I'm I'm certainly interested to see who his next opponent is. Mm-hmm. You know, I I Roderick Strong. I mean, for me, he's my NXT guy now. Mm-hmm. But I think he needs a more exciting opponent. Yeah, I mean, I can see him having a few. I, I can see Roderick Strong going against a Tommy after a Tommy wins the belt because I feel like it's it's just it's just a matter of time before a Tommy gets that belt. Yeah, I agree. So, and that's that's perfectly fine. I love Hideo Itami. Yeah. Um, okay, so on to WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, we are, let's say, what are we? Five hours into the weekend of wrestling already much, at the yeah. before the show started. <laughs> exactly. This, yeah. This, I, I I simply cannot overstate mm-hmm. how fucking long. Uh, I the, the, just this show, like, forget the rest of the weekend. I mean that 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 speaks for itself. This this there's no never again. I I I I just can't do it. That that's too fucking long. But that's you know they're gonna do day. it again next next year. I mean like yeah that's, yeah. But my, my I've had work days shorter than that. <laughs> I mean oh like I I I I don't really have a great you know detailed follow up. I I I just I really can't overstate how much I fucking hate that. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to say that the show was bad. No, because you know, I think we made the statement last time. WrestleMania, as the pro, as the WWE product gets better as a whole, WrestleMania seems to have gotten worse. This one was not worse. No, there, there were there, this one was better. Pro, I think it was Joel that made the statement. It was the best one since Thirty. I'd probably mm. agree with that. The only thing I would say though is that the things that made this one better were the things that were completely overshadowed by the. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so. So let's, let's start. Yeah, let's we let's get, take this apart piece by piece. I've I've got the uh, the thing. Perfect. Um, so we start with the pre-show with the cruiserweight title, uh, Neville versus Austin Aries. 
It's good. I feel bad. I, I feel like a lot of areas is big shots, like against Nakamura, he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Here, something didn't seem to click. I mm-hmm. heard it was like 40 degrees out. So, you know, I know Aries has got so much more than we've seen in WWE yet. And this match was just, you know, it was kind of this, it was kind of exactly that. There was just, it wasn't anything to write home with it about. I think Neville did, uh, and that's nothing against Neville. I think Neville's awesome. I think he plays that character perfect. Um, and kind of, again, I mean, I, I feel like just being on that pre-show, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's all on the network. I really don't see why they're even still doing the pre-show. Um, just throw it all on the show. Like, who cares? I mean, just I so think... you don't have to say that WrestleMania is nine, ten hours long? <laughs> I, think, I think they actually uh, allow the pre-show to go uh, on WWE.com. I could be wrong. Well, that's delightful, but I mean, yeah. they could do that anyway. They yeah, I know. Say, First two hours of WrestleMania are free, like... Who's signing up for the network in that two-hour period? I just can't imagine it's that many people. Yeah, I, I can't So, either. yeah, I mean, cool to see Aries on WrestleMania. Nothing mm-hmm. I ever thought I'd see. Nice to see Neville back there. I think, yeah. and I, I have to say about Neville, like, I think he is perfectly placed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, he's he's the highlight of the Cruiserweight division. Um, and now that Austin Aries is on there, it, it should get better. I mean, I watched 205 Live recently, too. It, it was a much better episode than... Um, what has what they've what they have been producing um so i think they're on the right track now i like that neville has this i feel like they haven't really leaned into it but i i like the idea that he's the biggest cruise like he's still a cruiserweight but he's mm-hmm. the biggest cruiserweight and he uses that to his advantage because he can in that division yeah whereas definitely. in another division he wouldn't be able to use his size not that he's a small guy by any means mm-hmm. but he wouldn't be able to use his size to his advantage to the level he can now yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I think, and the rebranding of him has been has been perfect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so the next match is the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And this was atrocious. Oh, yeah. So this was horrible, um, especially if you had any money on this match. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> nobody won anything except for the house. Um, no. Mojo Rawley won by last eliminating Ginger Mahal. Yeah, um, that tells you everything kind of right there, doesn't it? Exactly. Big Show and Braun Strowman had a long-awaited showdown. Yeah, long-awaited. I was pleased Braun didn't win. I mean, I mean, I don't get that anyway, because then the next night he went up to Brock Lesnar, he's like, I'm the fucking top guy. It's just like, you just lost the pre-show battle royal. Please <laughs> explain to me how in any way you qualify. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there was, I, I don't remember any single thing happening in this in this match that... And that's hard to do in a battle royal. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wanted Zayn to win so that it would mean yeah, something. I feel like that would elevate the battle royal itself um, if, if Sami Zayn actually won this. But, you know, I give it a mojo, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess he's buddies with... I mean, that was very clearly whoring out for a football player. Exactly. Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's America. <laughs> Um, if you want. <laughs> yeah. um, so the closing match of the pre-show was Ambrose and Corbin for the IC title. Yeah, I don't know why. I still don't. Everything I said about this match prior to holds up after the fact. Yeah. Dean Ambrose is on the pre-show. And I'm sorry, Baron Corbin's boring as fuck. I, I, I know you probably don't agree with that. I, and maybe you know a few years ago with a way less talented roster, I'd, I, I'd be more forgiving to Corbin. I just, I'm, I don't. I just don't know why they're pushing Corbin so much when they could be pushing Cruz. Like, you can basically put the same fucking gimmick on Apollo Cruz, and you just have a much better in-ring worker. 
Well, and 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 you know, you're you're absolutely right. And on the flip side of that, what what is Dean doing here? I know what the hell. This doesn't make any sense for Ambrose to be. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and is, I didn't and I didn't love the match. I mean, I it it was the match that you would expect these two to have. Like I, I again, I, I don't think it was horrible. I, in the same way, I don't think Corbin is horrible. I just he's forgettable. It was a, and so was this yeah, match. It was a pre-show match. Yeah, yeah. too bad. All yeah. right, next. Uh, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. This one. Better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, Styles can have a sh- Styles can have a damn good match with anybody. Yep, and and you know I Shane, I'll have to take it back. I mean Shane, I still don't think it means anything. Styles beating Shane, I don't know what that does for him, but mm-hmm. um, I still think that Shane, and you know I think I heard somebody say that he'd been MMA training or something like that. Like I don't know what it was. There was just something more to the match that made. Shane looked better than he normally does in these matches. Yeah. Um, it's still Shane McMahon. I mean, I, I, it, it, uh, better than I thought it was going to be, though. I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Owens and Jericho. It was very clearly, it makes sense why they would want to turn AJ into a face. Yeah, there's like, crowd, I, don't, the, I don't know why. You, did it for them. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no going against that. Um, Shut, at this such point. a perfect example of. The crowd turning you face because you're just that good. Yeah, exactly. I love when that. I love when that happens, and that not so few guys get that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. KO versus Jericho for the U.S. title. Um, I really dug Pretty this good. match. For, yeah. for for an up and down, you know, it wasn't necessarily the match that I wanted to see them have, and that's only because Jericho is not what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Not that his gimmick's not popular, and not that he has no, not that he doesn't have any talent, but the match that. The money match that I would have wanted to see between these two was a straight up and down brawl, but yeah. just the straight up and down match was still better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, definitely, it was a good KO's match. On another, K- KO is still on another. I, I still feel like KO. I mean, obviously for a little bit longer, but KO is is raw AJ Styles. You know, yeah. he's 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 consistently just that good. Well, he was raw AJ Styles. Um. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I still consider him the most untapped talent. In yeah, terms of a main event there's, scene, even though he was there, but I mean, it, he's nowhere close to his peak, and he's still yeah. so good. Yeah, um, I love Owens. Yeah, same here. Um, then we had the fatal four way uh, for the Raw Women's uh, title between Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, and Nia. Um, it's all right. Surprising. Cool to see, cool I'm sorry. To, I mean, neat entrances. Um, I yeah. love Sasha's. I yeah. Love Bailey's. I mean, it, it, I. I yeah, I don't know. It was surprisingly forgettable. Like, I expected a lot more out of this match. And it was only a 12-minute match. Like, that's not enough for any... Like, when you for four women in one match to showcase anything. Well, and it's a fucking nine-hour show. Like, how do you not... Yeah, I, exactly. I agree. I, I agree. And, I mean, a lot like Triple Threats, I feel like four ways can be clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always... There's not too many of them that I can point to that are good. So I feel like they have back going against them. Yeah. Naya just didn't really need to be there. No. Um, and again, that's nothing against her. It's just her placement here didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Not at all. Um, I don't think any everybody was waiting for the Sasha heel turn. I always thought. I think I said this on the last one. I always thought that Bailey is such a kid friendly character that adults also connect with. That her, you know, walking into WrestleMania or winning the belt at WrestleMania or retaining the belt at WrestleMania always seemed like a really strong possibility to me. Yeah. Um, a heel turn would have been fine. I just I I can see why they went with 
this. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, okay. Now the biggest pop of the night, definitely. Um, the surprisingly fatal four-way uh, tag team ladder match with the Hardys, <laughs> uh, the club, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Enzo and Cass. Um, I will admit to being kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the Hardys were there. Not that I thought they'd never show up, but I certainly didn't think this would be the weekend that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, they had defended the R. They had defended and lost the ROH tag team titles the night before mm-hmm. um, in a brutal match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, for them to 24 hours later <laughs> set foot at their age and Matt's skill level into this <laughs> type of match. Uh-huh. Um, just yeah, no, I, I I was legitimately surprised. Yeah, they, um, and and they did it was well. Cool. Yeah, th- that, no, that I, one. I, I think I, absolutely. That one spot with uh, Jeff doing the swanton on on top of uh, was it the club or Cesar? on on two people? I forget who it was um, through the ladder. Um, one of them was Sheamus because I was rooting for a rung to come up and pierce his heart. <laughs> um, and Matt getting the belt. I mean, like I think that's like perfect, like a perfect example of what their dynamic is like have Jeff do the work have um Matt do the uh the showmanship like the the charisma aspect of it um I think it works really well Matt's um, clearly leaning into the broken stuff yeah and, and and he should because that's what got him there um well unless he gets somebody fucking sued <laughs> but I I I mean, whatever. We've we've talked about. It. I don't have a problem necessarily with the gimmick. It may not be my cup of tea, but it, I do understand the gimmick. It doesn't really bother me. Like I said, if they stay away from the vignettes, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Um, there is a scenario that the Classy Boys brought up on a podcast, which I have not um, really, which I've not really seen anywhere else, and I wanted to ask you about. So okay. their idea is that maybe not right now, but at some point, the Hardys will be broken up and taken to different shows mm-hmm. because Je- the money in Jeff, mm-hmm. and this is something we didn't talk about last time. The money in Jeff is not necessarily in the broken gimmick. The money no. in Matt is in the broken gimmick because yeah. it, it is, it is, it is a, it is a change for a character that's been around for a long time. It's sort of like, you know, very few characters go that long and then have a change. That's like, true. H- Hogan comes to mind. Yeah. And I hate to compare Matt, Matt Hardy to Hulk Hogan, in the one respect anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the idea that they could get split up, Matt could go sort of, you know, broken or what have you, Mm -hmm. and uh, then bring them back together on a single show for regular Jeff. And then maybe they do bring them together. Like, I feel like they're going to kind of restart that whole broken storyline. And like I I said, as long as they stay, as long as they stay away from the vignettes, that's fine. Um, (laughs) Uh, oh, damn, I had something else to mention about this. What was it? Um, oh, that being said, they've done the Hardys versus each other before in WWE. It didn't go all that well. Does it go better the second time if they do the broken thing? I mean, I think I think it would go better, yeah, but I, I don't like that idea because it's just rehashing something. Well, um, and I agree. And I think that people would probably get sick of it. Yeah, and I agree. And like I said, you must stay away from the, the vignettes or I'm going to start making fun of you. <laughs> That's um, true. Okay. Uh, and, oh, uh, another point. The classic guys grew up. I thought every, it would have been so easy for the highlight of this match to be the Hardy Boys entrance and the Hardy Boys pop. 
I thought all the teams in here, uh, including the one that Seamus was on, although he had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. um, actually all did quite well in this match because it would have been really easy to be overshadowed by the return to the Hardy Boys. Yeah, it was a good spot fest. It was a very good spot fest. Um, have you noticed they haven't really leaned into the fact that Jeff's a former multi-time world champion? No, and they probably won't. <laughs> Is that because of he had enough drugs on him to... I think it's less about that and more about the fact that they want to focus on the, um, the tag team aspect of this. Right. Um, if they ever start doing that, like if they ever start like highlighting individual attributes, that's when you know they'll probably be pushing a breakup. Well, and let me just say, if the Hardy Boys just hang around for a quick cup of coffee and as a, as a nostalgia tag team to put over some other teams, I'm fine with that too. I was yeah. fine when they did that with the Dudley Boys. Yeah, definitely. I thought that, I, and the Dudley Boys could still go at that time too. People forget that the Dudley yeah. Boys still had some ring value. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think the hard the Dudleys should have gotten the belts, not for a long time. But, you know, against the right opponents to put the right guys over. And they even teased that with Enzo and Cass. Yeah, definitely. Which I thought which I thought would have been a good idea. And if the Hardys are here for that, that's absolutely fine, too. Of course. Um, uh, next, uh, next battle. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about Fuck That Owl for a second? <laughs> you know, this is funny that you bring this up. Um, I, I was actually um, looking through my YouTube recommended videos today. Uh-huh. And one of them was an Impact Wrestling video of um, one of the vignettes, one of the uh, Broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero vignettes. And sure. on the video, the title of the video said, Broken Matt, and then the small trademark sign. Yeah. And wow, yeah. I can understand the fuck that owl chant. Heavily. Well, the interesting thing mm-hmm. is that... <laughs> Like, okay, I kind of don't have a pony in the race. TNA has broken my heart a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not necessarily siding with them here. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reasons I have issues with Matt is because he beat the shit out of Reby a bunch of times. Uh, and he was showing up on YouTube videos, throwing Jeff into piles of garbage and saying he had a ghost in his house and that he was going to kill himself. Yeah. So I kind of am uncomfortable with Matt to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And then they created another human for Matt to beat up. So I also have an issue with that as well. Um, but fuck that owl is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Because it's an owl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's the uh, it's it's the symbol of uh, of Impact Wrestling, you know. Well, I mean, why though? Why is it it's an owl? Oh, I don't name know. any branding that's ever been helped by an owl. You can't. Uh. Because nobody's ever tried to brand with an owl before, because it's they, fucking they, stupid. They almost called Batman Owl Man. Is that actually true? Yeah. Well, I think I, I heard that that they were that was one. Um, they eventually made a villain called Owl Man, and well, that, if they had done that, I probably wouldn't have had to watch the last eight Batman movies with him <laughs> explaining the bat, explaining his bat, his backstory every single fucking time. <laughs> well, this, is, this is true. Sorry, um, we're off track. Continue. No, we. Um, so the next match is Cena, Bell, uh, Cena, Cena, and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. Oh my God. Okay, let's just let's not even talk about this match. No. Um, okay, so Fuck this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So then. Um. Oh, I mean, I guess good that Cena proposed to Nikki. I don't know. Okay. Next match is. Shout out to Al Roker. <laughs> That that'll that'll be it. Um, yeah. The next is the non-sanctioned sanctioned match uh, with 
uh, Seth Rollins and Triple H. Can we address the fact that they're saying it's a non-sanctioned match that they spent probably tens of thousands of dollars on an entrance, uh, promoted, advertised, did interviews for, and had a contract signing for? Can we? I can we? Can we talk that about fucking gimmick? Well, let, can we talk about the uh, fact that um, two things? Uh, why did it seem like the the motorcycle that Triple H rode? It's not even a motorcycle, but the thing that Triple no. H rode in on screamed mm-hmm. midlife crisis way more than any of his other entrances, which is saying a lot. Number one. Number two. So this is like a no DQ match, basically, right? So I mean, it, it's, a, it's a gimmick for a no DQ, yeah. is the way I understand. So it, yes. after Rollins symbolically set the thing on fire, why did he not carry the torch in the ring and beat the shit out of Triple H with it? Well, okay, <laughs> this, this is the part I'm weirdly torn about, though, because I have to say, I very few things. First of all. Um, a Kingslayer is a gimmick that is uh, five or so years old, mm-hmm. which explains why WWE is now doing it, which is still a step in the right direction because normally they're doing things that are 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I hate the overstated entrances. We've talked about that. I kind of love the fact that they just called him Kingslayer, though, that he kind of came up with it himself. I thought that the shirt they made was excellent. I love the I think it's time to slay the king. Like, it did seem quite epic. I yeah. did kind of like it. That doesn't mean I love the entrance. Um, if we ignore the fact that the Kingslayer is a guy who fucked his sister and pushed a child off a, off a, off a roof, um, which I'm sure Vince doesn't know when they agreed to let him make that fucking shirt. I'm sure. Um, but uh, I, I did kind of dig it, and I did kind of dig the match. I mean, we all know Triple H is going through a midlife crisis. Yes. At least it was this. This was not as embarrassing for him as, as last Robocop. year's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, or or RoboCop. Yeah, that's true. Um, so at, at least it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed the match too. Every time Stephanie, every time Stephanie dresses up, I think it's nice that he, Triple H and China have gotten back together. Oh my um, god. So that's always nice. But uh, actually, I, I didn't mind it. I mean, I again, Triple H, Seth makes more choice, or sorry, more sense as an opponent for Triple H to me uh, than anybody Triple H has wrestled in years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's lovely. Uh, again, you know, I, I just feel like his, he's too far gone. Like, and it just, it, it was a little anticlimactic. But the right guy won at least. And there was minimal, you know, shenanigans. I so. thought I actually I enjoyed this match, um, and I think like a few of the things that needed to happen, or, or the the things that needed to happen in this match happened. Uh, one, um, you know, uh, Seth winning obviously, and two, uh, something happened to Stephanie um, as a supposed comeuppance. Not really, but it is enough to yeah. keep her off screen uh, to keep not only uh, her character somewhat fresh when she comes back. Um, inevitably, but like also Raw is kind of also refreshed, um, which I'm, I'm definitely on board with. Yep. Agreed. Okay. So the next match was, oh yeah. Orton versus Wyatt for the, uh, title. This was a complete, uh, (sighs) I feel so bad for Bray Wyatt. Like, yeah, we'll get more into his draft later. But I mean, why Randy Orton? I don't understand. This is 
I was there know. a great clamoring for his resurgence into the title scene that I was unaware of? I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I never hated Orton, but I didn't want to see him as champion by any means. I didn't really want to see him much at all. And I, <laughs> Again, he's not the worst, but I mean, yeah. who, it's 2017. Who the hell is clamoring for a Randy Orton title run? Or him exactly. on TV at all? No, I, I agree. Um, I honestly think part of it, and this is going to sound st- like kind of dumb, but, um, okay, so I'm at the moment residing in St. Louis. and right. And I know that the St. Louis Comic Con just happened uh, last weekend. Part of me is thinking, like, I know this is so short-term, but you can't put it past WWE to... I know Orton was there at the Comic-Con, so maybe they yeah. wanted the WWE champ to be at Comic-Con. Because Orton's from well, St. Louis. I know, no, I know. I mean, obviously, it's probably not the case at all. But, I mean, it would be... It's hyperbolically funny um, that uh, uh, it kind of points out WWE's short-sightedness. Um, this was dumb. The whole, like, the whole ring turning into worms and shit didn't make any sense. Um, I yeah. feel like there's like a huge misinterpretation on why it's gimmick by the writers or by whoever. I mean, I just yeah. the dude yeah. can be a megalomaniac, but like he doesn't have to be so off the wall. Like he doesn't have to border fucking cartoony. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know I don't know what this was I I I don't know who it was for I don't know what anybody gets out of it because sometimes it just is about playing the story like I don't know what we get as for, for, from another Randy Orton title run no neither do I um, yeah. speaking of title reigns the next match is Les was Lesnar versus Goldberg um, much like a couple of the other ones uh, every single single thing I said before this match still holds true. It's lovely that you know. Um, it, it's lovely that Brock got his win. I, I don't know that it matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I certainly don't give a fuck. Uh, so this, I don't know. What, you you go on this one. This match was the match that I was least looking forward to. I could care. I yeah. mean, not even that. I'll say that I was the most apathetic towards. I just didn't fucking care about it. Um, I don't care about Brock Lesnar. I don't care about Bill Goldberg. Um, I am yeah, almost at the point where I could give a shit less about Paul Heyman right now because he's associated with Brock Lesnar so much. Um, yeah. but like with that being said, this match was enjoyable. Um, it was just a bunch of spots. Like it was just a bunch of finishers. Um, yeah. and, it, and it ended quickly and it ended how it should have ended. So yeah, very pretty. Ineffective. I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know what, again, I don't know who it was for. I don't know what we get out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldberg, or sorry, Brock succeeded in beating the over 50-year-old guy who's never had a good match and has less than five minutes of ring time since he's been back. Mm-hmm. Um, but he already lost to that guy in two matches in like under a minute. So I don't feel like he's this super dominant, scary world champion anymore. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Yay, Brock's three and one. So he wins? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, um, don't I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't follow the booking in this. It doesn't make any sense. But you know, Lesnar has a title now, so we'll see where this goes. I mean, obviously, the next match is going to be Braun versus Brock, which is not something I'm interested in seeing either. Oh my god! But, I, and again, how does that happen? Well, they, yeah. Braun jobbed out in the battle royal, and Goldberg just jobbed twice in under a minute, and well, he that, got one win. That's how you get get a universal title shot. 
Look, I'm just I, I'm just basing my uh, theories on on how the booking has consistently been. Apparently, you have to lose to people in order for you to get. Hey, the next uh, champ, uh, the next person to get the t- title shot is probably going to be James Ellsworth. I mean, if he wasn't on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, um, no, maybe Ginger Mahal. That, would get that, the title shot. that being said, I would watch the shit out of James Ellsworth versus Brock Lesnar. Right that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and do you think it's? And I mean, I don't care one way or the other, but I've heard it said that in order to basically build Brock up, because Brock mm-hmm. is now the highest paid guy there, and I have heard that um, he's going to be uh, jo- he's going to be basically beating the living fuck out of Braun and a squash to kind of build up Brock's legitimacy. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. I mean, not that I'm going to care, but it means Braun's not going anywhere anytime soon, and I think I can definitely get on board with that. Yeah, um, mm. I think I, I think we'll be seeing Lesnar um, in far more pay-per-views this year because it is his last year. Do you know what I what makes me the most angry about this that, that I haven't seen a lot of talk about? What's that? Um, Kevin Owens basically had his fucking head chopped off for this stupid thing. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and he's yet to get a rematch, and obviously he won't because of the uh, the brand switching. But yeah, all right. Um, so the next match is the uh, the SmackDown Women's um, Multi Women match that Naomi ended up winning. Um, yeah, this was good. But good for the filler that it was obviously designed to be. Yeah, I mean, I it's... mean, which is just a testament to the girls that are in there. I mean. Like yeah, you're right. I I have nothing bad to say about this. It, it, again, it's going to be one of the reasons why this WrestleMania was better than most of them. But no one's ever going to remember why, and this match is one of the reasons why. Um, Imagine if this match actually got more time. I mean, like the depth of the women's roster on SmackDown is pretty good. Or if they'd done an elimination style. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Naomi won, and I thought that was good. I thought that was a yep. better, that was a perfect choice. Yeah, agreed. Um, and the last match, uh, obviously Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker in a no-holes-barred match, which, I mean, talk about a fucking cock tease. Like, the, they announced that literally right when the match started, and it kind of yeah. screamed heel turn. Like, it reminded me of um, Austin Rock at WrestleMania 17. Well... Was that a heel turn? What do you mean? What, what was it a heel turn for Roman? I think it was an unintentional heel, heel turn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm gonna let you go first on this because uh, I am interested in your thoughts about what the match. Uh, all of it. This whole thing. The match was horrendous. Um, yes. It was, I mean, I don't care what anybody says about, like, you know, I, look, I'm one of the Undertakers, I'm, I'm a huge fucking Undertaker mark, um, yep. but an objective one. Um, so, for me to say that, you know, he had, he's been having great matches in the past two to three years would be a lie. Um, he, If he had to go, I get it. He had to go, and he had to go in this match, that's fine, I get it, and he went, he went out putting somebody... Uh, over that the company wanted to put over. So what doesn't make sense to me is how they booked this. Like, a clean win with Roman? Um, I would assume that they'd want to book him as um, as a heel, so you would book him, like, as uh, like basically winning with a cheap... Uh, winning cheaply, but, uh, you know, in hindsight, I also, like, can't 
I, I can't see a better way for to get people to give him nuclear heat than just have him beat Taker clean. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'd agree with that. It, it's a kind of a catch twenty two, regardless of how you do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? <sighs> Undertaker started wrestling literally the year I st- well in WWE uh, the year I started watching wrestling. So. I've been watching him for a long time. A lot of people said his last good match was 28. I disagree. I think his last good match was 26. A <laughs> um, retirement, I don't know. It might have been, you could have thrown anything on the end of that seven-hour show. Like, I don't care if they would have lit him on fire. Mm-hmm. I At that point, I'm so burned out, I just don't. Especially when the match is no good. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, like I said, we we talked about it last time. Like the the booking of that was was I I don't understand any of it. Um, the match was no good. Um, Roman was basically playing John Cena, <laughs> uh, yeah. and I and I, which is fine. But but I don't like I said, you could have put anything on the end of that seven hour show, and I probably would have hated it. Like so. I, it, it really did feel like it's hard not to feel numb after seven hours. Yeah, um, that's true. That being said, I don't know if Undertaker's gone. Didn't he leave some shit in the ring at some other point? No, not like this. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I could just see them kind of doing like they did after he lost to Brock. I could see him showing up to fuck with Roman. Like, I, I, I don't know. And because they've kind of done the really dramatic Undertaker exit before, um, I don't... <laughs> I didn't think it was as foregone a conclusion as people seem to be suggesting it is. And maybe it is. And you know what? If Undertaker goes into Hall of Fame, I'll watch it. I love Undertaker. I got nothing against him. He hasn't needed, really, he should have been done at 27. Mm-hmm. Um, if, or sorry, he should have been done at 26. If not then, then 28. And if not then, 30. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten anything out of it like that, that has been enjoyable to me. And, you know, I, that's nothing against him. People fucking get old. It just happens. Yeah. I don't see that. I don't see who's, I just don't see who's buying WrestleMania at this point because of, the Undertaker, I just don't. I mean, he's still I, a, he's still a big draw. I mean, honestly, like people people will buy tickets to go see WrestleMania because they know Undertaker is a guarantee. And um, and this and this match is is a perfect example of mm-hmm. a match that I was the most curious about because I legitimately didn't know how they were going to book it. I will say that more mm-hmm. so than anything he's done in the past years. Cause nobody saw the Brock thing coming. So nobody was all that interested in it. Yeah. But uh, you know why we all know where that was going. Shane, we all knew where that was going. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought triple H was going to be the one to put down the undertaker. Not for a second. I thought maybe Sean, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I think a lot of it was, again, seven hours is a long fucking time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I it, it did fall a bit flat for me because of that. It, it, I mean, that being said, I certainly wouldn't have turned it off if it's the last time we're going to see Undertaker. I watched it. Yeah. It was, it was 
people complained that after the match that part happened way too slowly. Everything he does is slow at this point. I mean, <laughs> what were you expecting? You were expecting exactly. him to sprint, fucking sprint up the ramp? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. So, yeah, I'm not saying it was... I'm just saying... Uh, see, you have to have him go out at a WrestleMania. But I guess this just goes back to the point that we started it with. Don't make it so fucking long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and maybe every time, maybe it won't be ten o'clock, and I'll be struggling to keep my eyes open, and I won't be going go up the ramp, you old fuck. Like, <laughs> no, I hundred percent agree with that. I mean, like, I was falling asleep too. I, I mean, I had my suspicions that this might be his last match, but I mean, by the time it was yeah, over, so you try, yeah, but by the time it was over, it was just like there was so much, there was such a bad taste in my mouth, not just because of this match, but. Um, a lot of the p- shitty booking that they had throughout the night, yeah, um, yeah. and how long everything was, I was just like, yeah. oh, "Come on, like you got to make this moment like this really sentimental moment now." Like, yeah, we have to. And I, I stayed awake even like a couple hours after that because like um, all the news uh, outlets that my phone is is like set up to give me notifications about. Right, um, they were going going off. Yeah, and and it's like like these are credible news outlets that were like saying, yep. this is the Undertaker retiring," and I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck? He really is retiring." Um, yeah, but like, yeah, this was um, it was a, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I think uh, I think that there could have been something to be said for having him retire at Survivor Series where he started, mm-hmm. just because that, and only because that was such a famous debut. Yeah, definitely. You know, most and, and you know, it, it is it did have that sort of creepy feel to it back then, Survivor Series. It doesn't so much now, but I feel like that'd be mm-hmm. another draw for Survivor Series, you know, after so 91, 27. So after 27 years. Yeah. Holy fuck. 27 years in WWE, you know, he's he's going out, you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. But I still I still think there's a possibility that he's not gone. Uh, okay, thanks for listening. We'll have part two coming up here uh, very soon, and we'll talk about all the draft choices and the Raw after WrestleMania, and I guess the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So then you can follow us on Twitter at TR Attire. Uh, check us out on Inside Pulse Wrestling and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. It's the quickest way to get the episodes. And uh, that's it for now. Congratulations to the winner of the TRA Open. We'll have the prizes out to you guys. And we will catch up with you very soon. Keep it trashy. Keep it trashy. So come home. Maybe in time you understand. Only God can save us. When Miles Davis cutting loose with the band. Just think all the people that you knew in the past that passed on. They in heaven found peace that last. Picture a place that they exist.